It's Wednesday, baby, and the fantasy takes and breakdowns don't stop on your daily source for fantasy hockey news. It's the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. Steele and I are hitting an old classic, baby. Who would you rather with two of the top young D-men in the game and a little look under the hood to see how Steele and I's teams are performing or not performing? Of course, Wednesday's bets. Let's tap in and let's get this paper. Your Locked On Fantasy Hockey, your daily podcast on fantasy hockey. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy hump day, everybody, and welcome back inside the lab. We're on the road once again, but you know we got you covered with all of the fantasy takes that you need to take your team over the top. It's the Wednesday episode of the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. Huge shout out to the everydayers. Thank you for making us your first listen every single day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $250 in bonus bets. If your bet of $5 or more wins, check that. It's $200. FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Steel. Feeling the pink lemonade out of the vape a little early in this one, but let's just say the work as a fantasy GM truly doesn't stop. And we're going to take a little look under the hood to start this episode. It's been a rough ride for my squads. I'll let you talk about yours, but look, this is the perils of coming on here and putting our opinions on the internet every single day. One of the leagues, I'm doing a little bit better than the other. Let's have a look under the hood very quickly. We love our listener league. Give some shout outs. But of course, who would you rather? I like this one. I wrote about Noah Dobson earlier today, and I know you're going to have a take for him. But Rasmus Dahlin as well, two of the best young fantasy D-men in the game. Who would you rather own? We'll talk about it Wednesday's bets. I'm liking what Steele and I have cooking up this week, so hopefully we can keep that money train rolling. My brother, what do you have to say about our listener leagues? Because aside from the huge shout-out to everyone who showed interest, everyone who is in the league and still holding us down, I would say I need to step my game up because I've slacked. I have not even listened to my own advice. I haven't paid enough attention to this league, and now I'm paying for it. So, hey. Still alive, but time is running out. Yeah, only seven weeks left, including this week matchup uh, until fantasy playoffs begin. It's been an absolute blast so far in both the casual and competitive league. Um, you know, obviously things could be a little bit better for us hey, as we are, hey. uh, I believe, 10th or 9th in both fantasy leagues or around that area. But it could be a lot it's worse not for pretty. us as well. It hasn't been pretty for us. And, and in the casual league, I, I believe I'm in 10th position right now, 10th or 11th. Uh, but it, I want to focus more on the competitive league just because that's where I'm at with some of this, uh, some of these decisions I need to make again. You know, I'm only eight points back out of, out of a playoff spot right now in that competitive league, even though I'm currently sitting 11th in 11th place out of 16 teams. So I'm not too far off from a playoff spot right now. Again, we've talked about this a little bit before about some of the bad decisions I've made personally, when we did this, uh, when we did the draft for these leagues, you know, just a couple of shots in the dark with some younger players, guys who have got yeah. injured or just who haven't succeeded so far. But what I want to take, uh, what I want to throw your way is the whole Carter Hart situation. And we're not going to yeah. delve into no. the off ice things. You know, every, you know, everything's already been publicized out there with the five players who uh, reported yeah. to London for the police officers. Um, mm-hmm. But for managers out there who own C- Carter Hart, maybe scrambling to find a replacement. I know I traded I like for Carter Hart earlier in the season. I traded to yeah. uh, Tyler to away. 
Carter sure. Hart currently uh, rostered at 37%. He's down 12% from last week. But like I said, there's probably a lot of GMs out there who are probably scrambling because in our league specifically, we don't have a uh, maximum amount of uh, goalie spots. There are teams who right. have four or even five goalies on their roster, and there are right. legitimately no goaltenders on the waiver wire to pick up, maybe besides yeah. like Scott Wedgwood, but he's not a starter anymore since Ottinger's back. Um, sure. So this is what I want to throw your way, and we're going to yeah. use your team as an example. Please. What would I be able to offer you? What would it take to get either Stuart Skinner Jake Ottinger, or even Samuel Urson, and get them off your hands? See, number one, first of all, before I answer your question, which is, is a really good one, I like that we're starting here, and you're really taking an angle into our listener league that I think a lot of other GMs out there in their own league are going to have, especially, and you know what I'm going to say, in the keeper dynasty side of things, because <laughs> Carter Hart and starting goaltenders, especially on a Philadelphia club, improving, they don't come around that often. So shout out to you for a really good question. Number one, Steele, and this is going to preamble my answer to you, it's sounding like Carter Hart and the players that were named in these allegations, they have now been, you know, the charges have been laid. Yeah, Will they actually be convicted? We're not going to talk about it. We're not going to speculate. All that needs to be said is this. It's sounding like they're all going to be tried, Steele, together. Yeah. And right now, it sounds like they're not able to travel to the United States. So I'm going to say this. Carter Hart's future as a fantasy piece and as a number one goalie in this league is very much in question over the next couple of years, at least. So I'm thinking, and of course it's an easy one for me to say because I have Samuel Urson and I know my answer is getting real long. It would take a quite a significant amount because as much as we aren't ready to punch the ticket on the Philadelphia Flyers yet as a legitimate bona fide, you know, a uh, shoe in playoff team, they're getting close and I think Samuel Urson is going to get a really good shot, at least over the next next chunk of the season, to establish himself as the guy. They don't have really anyone else. I know they got a couple of prospects still. But Cal this Peterson guy is backing get him up. <laughs> Pardon me? Cal Peterson's backing him up. There you go. So <laughs> to get my answer real long, I'd be looking at a young piece and I'd be looking at, I'd want a forward and a D-man off you, just knowing how weak the goaltending market is out there. But, it's Samuel Urson, so I would have to be realistic about the quality of those two players. But I'd be looking for a two-for-one deal to take Samuel Urson, per se, off my hands. Obviously, Ottinger, the price is going to go up, even though he has struggled this year. I don't know what your takes are on that. Yeah, well, I kind of figured it'd be a high price for both Skinner and Ottinger yep. uh, moving forward. You know, Skinner I have the I highest think... price. If I had to power yeah. rank, he is obviously going to take the most to get off my hands, and I'm probably not moving him especially with how great he's been over the last two months stretch and on this, uh, this win streak for the Edmonton Oilers. I did check out your team a little bit. I think you could maybe use some help in that left wing I position, could. maybe on the blue line as well. Let's talk. So Let's I'll, talk. I'll, throw, I'll throw this out there. I'll throw this out there for you. Let's talk. I was taking a look. Miro Heiskanen, perhaps you'd like. Would you like Miro Heiskanen? I if think you, you would. If you offer me Miro Heiskanen for Samuel Urson's deal, I will strongly consider it. I'm not going to say it's a done deal, but that is a very fair offer. I'll leave it at that. How's that? Well, that, that's not what I was offering because I wouldn't Whoa. even accept, I wouldn't even accept ah. Urson for Miro Heiskanen. But yeah, what I was going to say. I was going to say I might hit accept right away. <laughs> Miro Heiskanen and Joel Faraby. Miro Heiskanen and Oliver Bjorkstrand, maybe. Um, 
yeah, you know, I've got a couple of uh, great forwards, but not in that left wing position. So I might have to right. do a three for one in order to get Skinner or Auden drop your hand. We'll, we'll have to talk well, off air a little bit because I might need but a But I like this angle. Yeah, I, I'm definitely going to need a goaltender because, you know, I'm, I haven't dropped Carter Hart yet, but he's going to be dropped as soon as tomorrow once I can figure out where I'm moving to next in that goalie mm-hmm. position. Currently, I have Linus Allmark still, and I just picked up Anthony Stellars. Uh, of the uh, of the Florida Panthers just because he's playing last night. So that's get, what I'm doing right now in the goaltender yeah. situation. I mean, I'm going to need to figure out if I'm going to make the playoff somehow. But we got a lot to talk about. Big time bets at the end of the episode. And of course, who would you rather? Noah Dobson or Rasmus Dowlin edition? This is going to be a good one, Steele. And I'll lastly say this just on this point of our listener leagues. We obviously should have capped the goaltending situation at probably three goalies per. That's a little bit of a learning for both of us. Because as much as we've been in a ton of leagues, we haven't GM'd a ton of them. And that's a whole other angle to the fantasy game that I think you and I might need to start diving into a little bit more. Because you still have your money and your time invested just like everyone else. But you're responsible for everyone's DMs, messages. Messages at two in the morning. Oh, my bad. I accidentally <laughs> dropped this guy. I know all about it. I'm usually that dude messaging our commission. Shout out to Hoot Nanny. Shout out to Commission Daw. Anyway, we got the rest of the episode coming up as Steel teed up. But today's episode is, of course, brought to you by our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Who, baby, it's getting close, my friends. And if you're like Steele and I, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing a whole bunch of super bets. You know Steele and I are rearing and ready to go. 49er gang, baby. We're going Niners all day. So let's hammer the bets. Grab your chicken wings, couple of wobblies, and make sure you're busting open the FanDuel app. So many ways to end the season with a W or two or three. You can bet on everything from who wins Super Bowl 58 to who gets the first touchdown. How many points are scored and a whole lot more? New customers join today and get 200 bucks in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the NFL. And thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Make sure you go to YouTube, check out Locked On Sports today. They've launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. They are here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus the national shows covering every single league. So make sure you go over to YouTube, check out Locked On Sports today, the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. And make sure you continue to subscribe and follow. Leave a five-star review to the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. Making it your first listen every single day. Thank yes, you so sir. much for tuning in. We will continue on the conversation, though. We'll start the conversation of yes. who would you rather, Noah Dobson or Rasmus oh. Dalli, two young, incredible defensemen in the National Hockey League. This is a good one, one Steele. This is, this is a real good one. New York yeah. Islander defenseman Noah, Noah Dobson, Buffalo Sabres defenseman Rasmus Dalin. I've got my take and my opinion, but I'll yeah. I'll throw it over to you first to kick it to kick it off. You know what? I think that's fair, considering it was you who chose this pairing. So maybe that's how we should always run this. Whoever chooses gets the benefit of letting the other guy run his mouth a little bit first. I'm liking how we're structuring this deal. So let me just set myself up like this. Because looking at their numbers, and it's weird how often when we do these who would you rathers, how comparable, for the most part, 
these players' numbers are. And obviously, Rasmus Dahlin last year really establishing himself. Those numbers are starting to look more of like an outlier, and he might be falling back down to the surface of where we can expect him to be at with this year's stats. But you got to say this about that at the same time, because I know you're going to say it. The Buffalo Sabres are not good this year. And overall, the whole team is underperforming. Rasmus Dahlin included. But if I'm taking a draft, if I'm doing Keeper Dynasty, and I know you're going to make some really good points for Dobson, in my opinion, it's got to be Dahlin. He is a top 10 Norris finisher. Dobson hasn't even cracked the top 20. I know he's going to have his time, but I'll also leave it at this. The Sabres, yes, they've struggled this year, but you yourself have said you're sleeping if you don't think this team is coming in a very big way as a legitimate threat to go on runs. That's why I'm loving Rasmus Dahlin, but Patrick Waugh's addition in New York Steel has me a little bit intrigued and fired up because look at how Dobson has performed since Waugh has been behind the, the bench. The last five games... He's gone off, and he's locking over 27 minutes in ice time per night. So I'll leave it at this, and I'll let you have yours. Long answer, really long once again. <laughs> Rasmus Dahlin, for me, is the choice, but I got to give flowers to Noah Dobson because, obviously, this year, points-wise, he's getting it done in a very big way. Yeah, he's been spectacular. And you and I both stated this before the season started, that Noah Dobson was a player to keep an eye out because he could have a potential breakout season. And that's exactly he what they're, what he's doing right now. And it's exactly what the Islanders desperately needed over the last, I don't know how many seasons, three, four, five <laughs> seasons. I will Ten. say this to begin with. If, you, if we ask this question at the beginning of the season, I probably would have gone with Rasmus Dahlin, not by much though. Um, because of how, because of our expectations for Noah Dobson and my personal expectations of mm. what this New York Islanders team is capable of, because I've been so Fair. heavy on them about being a playoff team. Fair. I'm going to go with Noah Dobson, and I know it's easier said now than again before the <laughs> season started because how both these players are uh, succeeding so far this season. I just want to highlight this: both of these players, though, were drafted in the 2018 NHL draft. Dalene obviously taken first overall. Dobson was taken 12th overall, both drafted in the same year, but Rasmus Dallin has played 120 more games in the NHL than Noah Dobson, because I believe mm. he came in right when COVID started. So his first year wasn't even yeah, actually a full year because it so. was cut short. With I that so. all being said, at this point in the season, 52 points in 50 games, seven yep. points in his last five games, like you said, yeah, on pace great. for on pace for 85 points, which would be a career high and which would beat Rasmus Dahlin's, uh, Dahlin's season from last year where he had 73 points, 115 mm -hmm. shots, 119 blocks, 40 hits. The peripherals are outstanding, 20 power play points. Again, this is exactly what the New York Islanders needed on the blue line, someone to quarterback their power play and just do it five on five yeah. every minute of the, every minute he's on the ice. And like you said, he's playing just under 26 minutes of average ice time this, uh, this season so far. Yeah, that's beast. And, I'll, and I'll finish with this, the preseason rank. He was ranked 45th uh, on Yahoo currently sits at 14th overall in the NHL. And he's Ooh. actually the second best fantasy defenseman in the NHL right yeah. now, right behind Kale McCarr. Quinn Hughes is third. And I believe Rasmus Dallin is fourth or fifth. So they're not too far off. But with all that being said and what I'm seeing mm. from Noah Dobson and what I believe this New York Islanders team can do, yep. um, that's why I'm going with Dobson. But again, if this, if, if this question was asked before the season started, you and I were both on the same agreement with 
our expectations again for the Buffalo Sabres and that they could potentially be a bubble team to make the playoffs, but not the case for the Sabres right now. And it has been the case for the New York Islanders. I think I was a little bit more of buying into the angle of Devin Levi's growing pains and the Sabres missing out. But if Rasmus Dahlin can get back to the numbers that he was at last year, and if you're buying into the fact that the Sabres are going to turn it around because they have been so disappointing offensively, I'm thinking this is clear cut for Dahlin, but Dobson's getting it done this year on a team that we know in New York has struggled to score goals over for how long, Steele? The last 15 years, they haven't had a real legit superstar, and they have been that team that hangs their hat on defensive play. So that Noah Dobson is getting it done to this level is probably yet another reason we really need to start paying attention to him in the conversation with the players that you just named. And I don't think, actually, in most circles, he does. Quinn Hughes, Kale McCarr, Rasmus Dahlin, you hear about those guys all the time. And I know in more dedicated circles, of course, Noah Dobson has been out there. But I think you know what I'm saying here with, of all of those names you've mentioned, I think Noah Dobson is probably earliest on the scene. So perhaps that makes him the most intriguing. Either way, I'm riding with Darlene. I see another big season, maybe a bounce back for him next year. Let's see how the second half goes. Let's see how the rest of this episode goes. Because I got three more picks and I have a feeling you and I are having a very, very big week. So let's have at it. I think we'll have a big week indeed. Another same game parlay for from yours truly. That's three same game parlays oh. in a row. Also, let us know who you would take. Would you take Noah Dobson or Rasmus Dallin? Let us know in the comments on the YouTube channel. We'll get to big time bets very quickly. But first, this episode is also brought to you by Indeed. When you're drafting your fantasy team, do you ever wish you could do the same thing with your business team? If you're building a roster to win the league, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. Indeed does the hard work for you. Sponsor a job, and boom. Instant Match shows your you candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your job description immediately after you post. With Instant Match, you can start hiring fast. Indeed knows when you're growing your own business, you have to make every single dollar count. That's why with Indeed, you only you only pay for quality applications that match your must-job requirements. Visit Indeed.com slash locked on to start hiring now. Just go to Indeed.com slash locked on. Indeed.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Continue to hit that subscribe button, the follow button, leave a five-star review, and let Mm -hmm. us know again, who would you rather have, Noah Dobson or Rasmus Dowling? Great Uh conversation, great segment that we were able to do. That was a good one. Thank you. That was a good one. We'll have to do this. uh, We'll have to do one for next week as well, because I sent you a big list of uh, of good options. That was a good list. That we could do. So we'll have to get another who would you rather go in for next week. Uh, on the yeah. Locked On Fantasy Hockey podcast. But but next, big time bets, where the money is made. I yep. believe there's only three games yes. on the schedule for Wednesday night. Where are yes. you starting? Where are you looking? Mm. And do you also have a same game parlay? I do not. So why don't I just go and then you go? Well, how does that work for you? Because I think my last pick, you're, you're looking at that mini game pretty close. That's where your parlay yes, is sir. From, right? So let me wrap up with my lock of the night from that game. I think you're going to like it. I got two totals, and both of them are under steel right after the All-Star break and have a look at Monday's action. 
it's going to be low scoring as teams get their legs back under them. New lines are shuffled. Guys are back in the lineup. People were hitting the family action over the break. You know what I'm saying here? It's an angle that actually pans out after the break. Numbers go under the total. So Dallas at Toronto, I'm reading into this one under. The last three games between these two teams as well have all gone under the number. And when you see the Toronto Maple Leafs in action against the New York Islanders on Monday night, I think they were actually quite lucky and then unlucky in the same time to be in that game. If you know what I'm saying, it could have gone either way. However, they're struggling to score once again. And a lot of these guys were involved in all of the all-star game festivities. It's going to gas them. So that's angle I'm riding with steel. Give me the under as well. I'm going under in the Tampa New York Rangers game. Both of these teams head to head seven of the last eight meetings head to head have gone under the total. The Rangers looked pretty good the other night. It was an under in that game as well. I forget who they were just playing. Who did they play the other night? The Rangers, uh, Colorado. Yes. And that was a good game. One that I see finishing in very similar fashion Two one three one three two. I'm liking the recency. I'm liking the head to head angle and I'm liking the under once again, steal. And I'll finish quickly before I turn it over to you. <laughs> The Minnesota Wild are 10-0-0 against the Chicago Blackhawks, which I know you're going to highlight, so I'll keep that short. Seven of those 10 wins have been two or more, but I'm going to cop out because I'm going to add this into a parlay. Give me mini on the money line. I'm a little bit concerned about that after the break, Jets, but I was going to hammer the puck line as well. So I like mini a lot. Give me mini on the money line. Hit me with your angles for this mini game because something tells me we're going to be very similar here. Yeah, we are very similar here. I've, I've got a same game parlay coming from this Minnesota Wild Chicago Blackhawks game. And I'll start off where you left off. Uh, you could either go wild on the puck line at plus 114 or take them on the money line at minus 230. Obviously not some great odds there for the money line. But like Flip said, seven out of those 10 wins have been by two or more goals. So if you're feeling a little bit spicy, you like the odds there. I'm taking the wild puck line at plus 114. I'm also going to be taking the wild Blackhawks under six and a half in this matchup. You Mm. could uh, even bump it down to under five and a half, which is at uh, minus 105 currently. That's getting a little bit spicy for my liking. So uh, this this is why I kind of bumped it up to under six and a half. And I don't know what the odds are currently, but under six and a half has hit eight out of the 10 last games and under five and a half has hit six out of the last 10 games. So either, or, you know, you're just, you're improving your odds when you go to under five and a half, but I'm going to take the under six and a half at a, at a lower odd, but I am going to parlay that with the puck line at plus plus one fourteen, and then give me the Kirill Kaprizov anytime goal on top of those two picks, just to juice it up a little bit more. This guy's been firing over the last month and a half. He's been so good for them. I believe he has four goals, seven points total in uh, six games, I believe, against the Chicago Blackhawks, something around there. Uh, I'll I'll have to fact check that once again. But Kirill Kaprizov, anytime goal, wild puck line, plus 114, and the wild Blackhawks under six and a half for my same game parlay. Lock of the night, though, wild on the puck line. Yeah, lock of the night for me has got to be wild money line. So this is one of those three night or three game nights that you can really kind of sink your teeth into some research here. The odds might not be great for many on the money line, like I discussed steel, but I am kind of worried about this Blackhawks team, maybe having a little bit of energy after the break. Cause you know, none of those guys were involved in any kind of any <laughs> NHL all-star action, but 
you got to ride with the head-to-head. 10-0 and from Minnesota. Come on now. Also, a little bit of an intriguing sidebar. we got to start talking about some of these rumors over the next couple of days because Marc-Andre Fleury as a Toronto Maple Leaf, I don't exactly hate. But maybe let's save that for tomorrow's conversation. Oh, we're going to have to save that. That would be... Uh, that would be absolutely amazing. I can't even think about that right now. It's out there, Steel. It's I'm, out I'm there. Gonna be, I'm going to be jumping out of my chair soon. I know, I know it's out there, but I'm not trying to get ahead of myself Fair. here. But Fair. that would be great. My two teams coming together to get a trade done for one of the most respected and uh, skilled goaltenders over the best last ever. Decade. Yeah, Mark Andre Fleury. That would be incredible. One of the best ever. Blue and white. Thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Once again, make sure you check out Locked On Sports Today on YouTube. They've launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. They are here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories with local experts of Locked On. Once again, thank you for tuning in for today's episode with Flip and I. Have a great day. Good luck with your bets out there. And we shall see you back here again tomorrow. Peace.